Time now for a letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Yip Kin Yun, representing the Education Functional Constituency. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Hong Kong U alumni, at the start of this month, over 3,000 alumni of the University of Hong Kong gathered together not for a routine alumni gathering, but attending an extraordinary general meeting of the convocation established according to the University of Hong Kong Ordinance. At the meeting, three items with a total of six sets of motions were discussed, including those which were raised by the Hong Kong U Alumni Concern Group, of which I am the convener. We gathered because we love our alma mater, we treasure the freedom we enjoyed in our times at university, and it is also because we are extremely worried that external forces are influencing the decisions made by the university and its senior management. Although we knew the results of the voting would be non-binding to the actual operation of Hong Kong U, even so, with over 3,000 Hong Kong U alumni and over 5,000 proxy votes, nearly 10,000 joined the EGM of Hong Kong U Convocation on September 1st. This has created history for Hong Kong U and the tertiary education sector. I would like to thank our alumni for supporting the motions. It is only because of your care and concern about our alma mater that we have together created history. During the EGM, over 50 alumni voiced. The majority of them pinpointed the focus, making the exchange a very high-quality one. Our aims are in fact much aligned. If Hong Kong U falls this time, freedom of speech in other institutes, or even the whole society, will be adversely affected. On the June 30th, the Council of Hong Kong U used the argument of waiting for the opinion of the still-recruiting Deputy Vice-Chancellor to unreasonably delayed the appointment of one of the provost chancellors. This is absolutely absurd. And also, the vice-chancellor, Professor Matheson, has already stated clearly that he wished the appointment can be completed as soon as possible to allow Hong Kong U to have a complete senior management team. Therefore, it is only natural for one to suspect the waiting for deputy vice-chancellor as a fake measure. There is someone who is unhappy about the candidate of the provost chancellor. The real aim is nothing but an attempt to delay the appointment until it dies a natural death. Earlier, two out of the four candidates for deputy vice chancellor have already withdrawn. It has recently been reported that the remaining two have already withdrawn as well. This further substantiates that the reason of waiting for Deputy Vice-Chancellor is an absolute absurdity, letting the process of recruitment of Deputy Vice-Chancellor to become a political tool to delay the appointment of the Pro-Vice-Chancellor. This has not only damaged the established appointment procedures of Pro-Vice-Chancellors, it has also scared away people who want to apply for Deputy Vice-Chancellor, which is directly damaging the development of Hong Kong U. I wish to reiterate that we are not saying that Professor Johannes Chan or indeed any other particular person is a must for the Provost Chancellor. 
but this incident has clearly reflected that the council has not operated according to the established procedures, and that there is clear evidence for external political influence in the process of selection and appointment. In August alone, Wen Weibao published over 120 articles of negative coverages and reviews to take the hearsay candidate of Provost Chancellor Professor Johannes Chen. With an average of four articles per day, the crowdedness of the attacks is staggering. The People's Daily Overseas Edition is doing the same thing at a distance simultaneously. At the same time, a few well-known members of the public have also pointed out that the chief executive is influencing the appointment process. All these point to one single message: if university professors want to be promoted. Or keep their posts. The safest way is to be totally silent. Do not say anything that the government dislikes, and do not conduct any research that may offend the government. This is what we call the chilling effect. Therefore, the most urgent task for the council is to return to the established system and convention. That is to respect the recommendation given by the search committee on the appointment of the provost chancellor. If the council is to turn down the suggestions, it should provide convincing reasons. On the twenty ninth this month, the council will hold its meeting once again. This meeting is going to be a very important one, as the council may decide whether the recommendation for the provost chancellor will be endorsed. Its decision is also going to indicate whether Hong Kong U can still preserve its values like institutional autonomy and academic freedom. These core values are the hundred-year cornerstone of our alma mater. If Hong Kong U loses its defence, institutional autonomy, and academic freedom in other tertiary institutions are also precarious. All of us, I hope. Are determined to defend the core values that we treasure so much, and I believe that eventually we will win. Regards, Kinyun. And you've been listening to this week's letter to Hong Kong, and it came from legislator Yip Kinyun, representing the Education Functional Constituency.